Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. Today, um, I'm uh, doing the Q&A episode for the podcast, but before I start answering the question of how do we combine consistency with intuition in business, first, I wanted to let you know that I'm running a treasure hunt in my free group this week. Um, it's a spooky business treasure hunt. And if you want to come and play with us, there's a chance to win my third eye activation meditation. So the name of the group is the Intuitive Revolution uh, for Ambitious Entrepreneur with Ange. And um, today's um, task has already been released. So come and join the fun. This is a way to start paying attention around you. And as you do that every day by finding the signs that I'm asking you to notice, uh, this enables you also to pay more attention to life in general, which is a great way to start to increase your intuition because intuition is about paying attention. It's about being intentional and it's about slowing down to notice um, your feelings within your body, uh, the signs around you, and maybe the subtle messages that are given to you. And um, I actually experienced that firsthand over the weekend. I can't remember exactly what the circumstances were, but literally on two. Oh, yes. Um, I I was um, dropping my son to do a bit of shopping uh, on the high street in the, the, the local um, town next to where I live. And I had a thought about not parking in the place that I was going to wait for him because I knew that even though you can't see the double lines, um, they're actually still um, give people parking tickets if you stop there. But I thought, I'm in my car, and I ignored that uh, that thought. Well, literally, um, they came within minutes of me being there, and because I was so engrossed into what I was doing, I didn't actually notice them. But my son luckily came to the rescue just to give me a parking ticket um, which I avoided by, you know, uh, the grace of God and actually in a way. So um, I ignored that because I didn't pay attention because I was too preoccupied. So that's something that I want you to uh, remember that um, the less we pay attention, the less we hear our intuition. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say is that I'm going to try and make shorter episodes on this podcast just to see how it goes, um, because I know when you're in business, everybody's very busy and um, just to give it a try. So before we talk about how to combine consistency and intuition, I thought it'd be important to look into why consistency is so important in business. And um the very first thing I wanted to say, because it's it's a myth in, in the online industry, is that there's no overnight success, right? So it's very rare for people to go viral. 
it's not actually a valid path to success. It comes with some big challenges. And if you grow too quickly, too soon, you probably don't have the systems and the support to help you with that. And I've heard a couple of horror stories of people who's um, maybe like planner have gone um, um, you know, viral and, and then really finding it very hard to catch up and to follow up with all the orders. So it's not really a sustainable way to, to grow your business. It's also probably uh, quite improbable. Uh, so what you want really is to be consistent and to have small steps and to go in the right direction. And that's why consistency is so important. Uh, but consistency is also important for what's called the no uh, like and trust, which is an important part of marketing in your business. If you show up just when you want to, people are not going to trust you. They don't, they're gonna, not going to think that you're reliable. Okay. So I will say building a business is a little bit like running a marathon. It's not a sprint. You need consistent small steps um, to, as I said just now, to establish that you're a reliable and trustworthy person. And you also need that because of your branding. If you're consistent, in your messaging and how often you show up in the platforms that you show up on, then you create a loyalty and you create a brand image. So it's important to invest not only time, but also money in your consistency to yield results. Okay. And in a way, everything you do should contribute to your bigger goal. So that's that's that consistency piece that you're clear about what your your goal, you're clear about your client, you're clear about your image, and everything feel, uh, fits inside of it. And I need to hold up my hand and say, in the first five years of my business, and I will say my business grew very very slowly for a very um, very simple reason, is that I home educated my children. Um, for seven years up to this September. They've only just started school again this year. And so I only had one day to work in my business. So um, my business grew very, very slowly, but I know that I made a lot of mistakes, um, like everybody does actually. Um, and one of them um, was not having consistency in my message, consistency in my brand colors and my brand images, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, don't worry if you're at the start of your journey and you're not consistent yet in this respect. I think as uh, this should not stop you from doing business. So very often people want to have the website already designed or they're branding this, that, and the other, and they so they invest thousands of pounds before they even have a client. But that's not a good thing because then you don't even know if this is the right client um, that you've identified. You've not tried out your niche. You've not worked with these people. And talking about niche, um, I resisted niching for two years. Uh, this is not an episode about niche, so I'm not going to go too much into the details. But once I started niching, I realized that um, the first three or four niches that I chose, I really didn't gel with and I didn't actually enjoy working with these people. And I had chosen the niche from a, a, an intellectual point of view, not from a heart centered point of view. So that's important as well. So consistency um, is going to bring focus into your business okay it's a long-term commitment and what's beautiful about consistency is that it builds momentum and that's what we want we want to build momentum and I want to give you an example of when I was a little bit all over the place I wasn't niching that was the last 
I suppose, part of my niching and consistency piece. Um, and I can't remember exactly what year it was, although I have a feeling it was at the start of 2020, okay? But don't hold me on dates. I'm not very good with, with timings and dates. And at the time, I was talking about uh, slimming because I, ha I, I had published a book in 2009 about slimming without dieting. I talked about law of attraction, talking about intuition. I talked about book writing because I had been formerly a book coach and I had all these programs that I was um, promoting. And it's almost like I was doing uh, one of these different topics per month. And I was actually confusing myself and my clients. And this is where the intuition piece um, comes in and where I want to share with you. It's that I worked on whatever idea came to me intuitively without actually setting my own intent around my intuition and my business. It's almost like I let the intuition flow wherever it wanted to go and I mean, you um, by now you should know that I work with guides. And so I had all of all these different guides that were pulling me in different directions. And it was actually a very good um, learning experience in that I, real, um, I realized as well that it's not just that you need a goal for yourself, but if you're using your intuition, you need to have a structure for it, um, which is why we're talking about this consistency piece and this clarity piece before you call in your intuition, okay? And so at that time, I managed to completely confuse myself and my clients, and it was exhausting, and I, I got no results. When I decided to pull everything together and to focus on intuition, because um, I was working with a, a coach at the, at the time that, that made me realize that underneath all of these pieces, the, the thread was the intuitive thread because I, I knew how to teach people how to write their books intuitively. Um, I used the law of attraction within the intuition piece, prosperity within the intuition piece, and even the slimming is or, or the visibility. It's all about intuition. And then I was able to create my epic, epic framework, which takes some of these aspects, but not all of them, and pull it all back together. So when you want consistency, you have to focus on one thing. And I know there's a debate uh, between, I would say, probably 80% of people understand the need for niching. And then 20% of people say, um, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur and I want to do whatever I want to do when I feel like it. And, and that's fine. And I actually read a very interesting post by one of my business mentors, um, Tash Corbin, who said, even when you say that you're multi-passionate, this is a niche. So you're still niching, even though you say that you're not. So I thought that was quite ironic in a way. Um, but the reason why we need this niching piece is because if we talk to everyone, and that's actually the mistake I made when I started at the very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. I didn't even consider myself as an entrepreneur because I was a clinical hypnotherapist back then. And for me, I wasn't in business. I was just selling, uh, you know, services um, like, you know, holistic uh, services. Um, but I I never thought about specializing. And I, I didn't need to as much because I was doing in-person work. But in 2015, when I started to um, take my business into um, onto the online world due to the fact that I started homeschooling, so I couldn't, you know, um, have a clinic and, and set hours. I had to work around the needs of my children and the homeschooling. Um, niching became more important. I think online, it's an absolute must to be able to niche. So if you are known for one thing, 
it increases the trust and the reliability and it increases also your expert status. So consistency is super, super important. It's the difference between failure and success. So I read um, an article about um, consistency in business and one of the quotes that stood out for me said, to be known for something, you need to do it the same way enough times for people to notice. That's what consistency is. And it ties in also with the fact that it used to be that people had to see you or your message seven times before they would be um, buying from you. But I think now with the um, event advent sorry of social media and this complete information overload it's more likely to be between 30 and 40 times that people need to see your message and it needs to be consistent so because people who get confused don't buy from you if you confuse people then they they'll say oh i don't understand this woman does this and this does she does this and that or this man um and and then they'll say well i'll just go for someone who does just the one thing because i know they'll do it well does that make any sense so it's about reputation as well. It's about if you say that you're going to do something, you do it. If you say that you're going to be somewhere you are, and if you initiate a new business initiative, you follow through. Now, I also want to say life happens and people will understand, especially after you establish that no like, and trust. But if you do these things, or if you, you know, don't do what you say you're going to do, um, then then your reputation will be tainted before it even starts to get stronger. Does that make sense? And I saw the parallel with all the other areas where you get results through consistency, whether it's the fitness, your health, your weight loss, writing a book, anything worth doing in life needs you to have consistency and to have habits for you to get some results, okay? So I want now to see how intuition can fit into this consistency. Um, I'm going to say theory. <laughs> it's not really a theory, but it's um, it's, it's the importance of, of consistency. And I will, and some, it's something that I learned from what, another one of my mentors that I really admire, who used to call herself the, the, the business psychic. Um, she doesn't do that anymore. She's changed her niche quite a bit. But um, she used to say, and I that worked for me beautifully, is that the way you, you she wasn't talking about intuition, okay? But she's talking more about, I suppose, business. And she said, um, it's like having flexibility within structure. And that's exactly how I see intuition. Intuition will come into a framework, into whatever you've set up, um, as systems in your business. So suppose um, that you have identified that your ideal clients on Instagram. So you start implementing a strategy or actually um, just putting together a strategy before implementing it. Uh, but the, what's going to happen with the intuition is that suppose you decided that you're going to show up every day on Instagram and then do a reel once a week. Um, the way you're going to use your intuition is that on the day that you're posting, you're going to tune into the energy of your audience on Instagram and you're going to ask yourself, what do they need to know today? What do they need to hear today? And uh, another thing you might be doing is instead of lo uh, looking at the, um, you know, the metrics to see when you should post or when you should come live, you'll do it with your intuition. Maybe you'll have an impulse 
to show up at a certain time. And that's going to be your clue that your ideal client, maybe that specific client that week that is going to buy your package, is going to be online at exactly the moment that you're going to post. So that's where the flexibility comes within the consistency. And it's very powerful. Uh, I've A couple of times I've had intuition add a piece to whatever I was doing. Um, I remember, for example, uh, and it wasn't because uh, the, the other thing I wanted you to know is that intuition, um, sometimes our mind wants to assign a certain result to your our intuition. We need to let go of that um, that need. It's very difficult because uh, we are creatures of habit and we are creatures of comfort for the most of us. And we want to know what the results we're going to get before we do something. But with intuition, it just doesn't work that way. So anyway, the example was I decided to post um, in a group on the Saturday. It's I think it's called About Me Day, something like that. And I decided to post, um, I can't even remember what I talked about, but there was a picture of a lion. And there's a woman who told me later that the only reason she she um, commented underneath my post was because of the lion and the energy behind the post. And and that enabled me to find a, a journaling course that I was looking for. So that was that was the outcome of my intuition. Uh, I could have written about something else. I could have used a different picture, but it's because I chose my intuition with regards to content that I was posting that I um, attracted this woman into my life. So I want you to think about that, is that um, intuition is about impulse. It's about unpredictability. It often doesn't make sense. So it seems in complete contradiction to the need for consistency. However, I guess the image I want you to stay with is that consistency is like the cup and intuition is like the water. So the water, you'll be able to scoop out your intuition and drink it and get the benefits from it because you have a cup to contain it. If you don't have the cup to contain it, your intuition can be absolutely useless because it will be shapeless. It will not help you within whatever you have set up to do okay so it's actually a very good thing to have a goal and a structure and to allow your intuition to work towards that goal so it has a direction it has a definition and it will show you the way to reach that goal now sometimes it might be that your intuition will contradict your goal and that's i suppose the little sprinkling on on the on the top where um, you know you always want things for the highest good, and sometimes what you want is not necessarily what you need. So it could be that your intuition redirects you to what you need rather than what you want. But that's the only caveat I would put um, on the idea of combining intuition and consistency. So I hope this episode was helpful. It's a little bit shorter than the usual episode, as I said, and I hope you'll join us in the group to um, have lots of fun with our um, treasure hunt this week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. 
don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs. And go on to my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.